Welcome to the Be Free program, where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Luada Roshke and Dawn Kennedy is with me and we are talking about the triumph of the cross and we are in Psalm 68. It's an amazing Psalm. Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Praise God. Uh, God is already in the Amplified beginning to arise and his enemies to scatter. Let them also who hate him flee before him. Uh, As the smoke is driven away, so drive them away. As wax melts before the fire, so let the wicked perish before the presence of God. But let the uncompromisingly righteous be glad. Let them be in high spirits and glory. What? You can be in high spirits and glory? (laughs) Well, yes. Before God, yes, let them jubilantly rejoice. Be in high spirits and glory. You know, and, and it's possible through the spirit, through the presence of God, to be in high spirits even when you're, when you're walking through some difficult things. And glory in God. Sing to God. Come on. Sing to God. Sing praises to him. Cast up a highway for him who rides through the deserts. His name is the Lord. That be in high spirits and glory before him. See, your praise... And your worship is like casting up a highway for the Spirit of God. He who rides on the clouds. He who rides on the chariots of heaven. He who rides in the heavens. There's a scripture that talks about that. I can't remember what it is right now. It's in Psalm somewhere. But when you begin to praise and worship God, I imagine the Lord coming like, I mean, just on a chariot because I've provided a highway. Now, he's in me. He's always in me. But you know what I mean. You know, that just manifested that presence, that Mm -hmm. that atmosphere of the presence of God. And so it says, cast up a highway for him. How did he say to sing to God, sing praises to his name? Wow. Your worship, your praise, your song, your words are extremely powerful. Mm -hmm. Very important. Make sure. They align with who God is and what he has for you, what he, what Jesus did on the cross. A fa- listen, a father of the fatherless. And there's lots of those yes. here today. Yes. <laughs> out there in, the, in mm-hmm. our listening land. Yes. I was uh, fatherless for uh, 12 years in that I really didn't know. I didn't really have a father in my life very much at all and didn't even until I was 10 have very much. Uh, but... He was my father. Mm-hmm. I got saved at 10. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I just gave somebody my age away. I said I've been saved for 45 years. I got saved at 10. Well, the math won't work out right. Just trust me. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't have even caught that unless you. <laughs> That's <know> funny. That. <laughs> oh, I'm glad to be 50, almost 56 because <laughs> God is good. But uh, a father of the fatherless. I mean, he came to me when I was 10 when no one else in my family was saved. And he brought me into his kingdom. And I literally began to pray and talk to him like a father. And he, I, I have a, a, special, a, um, a special relationship with him as father. As, because as being my father. Him at a young yeah, person. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so there's something about that, that him being a father to the fathers. Of course, he, he sent me um, uh, my dad that married my, you know, God sent us a godly, powerful, wonderful man that uh, is now, he's, he's, he's my dad, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's a great he's dad. Daddy. <laughs> he's daddy. Uh, but those of you that didn't have one in the natural, 
He'll be your father. Yes, he will. No matter how old you are. No matter how old you are, he will be your father. He is a father to the fatherless and a judge and protector for the widow of the widows. You can be without without a husband. You can you can need maybe you need the right judgment mm-hmm. <laughs> for you. You know, uh, protector of the widows. He's our protector. It's God in His holy habitation. God places the solitary in families and gives a the desolate a home in which to dwell. He leads the prisoners out to prosperity, but the rebellious dwell in a parched land. He leads. The, you know, and there's another scripture talking about being a prisoner of hope. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, if you're going to be a prisoner, be a prisoner of hope, right? My version says he sets the lonely in families. But yes, he does. And I know there's a lot of lonely people mm-hmm. out there. There, there <laughs> sure are. There sure are. Oh, God, when you went forth before your people, when you, when you're before your people, when you marched through the wilderness, calmly pause and calmly think of that. The earth trembled. The heavens also poured down rain at the presence of God. Yonder Sinai quaked at the presence of God, the God of Israel. Uh, you, you, O God, did send a plentiful rain. You did restore and confirm your heritage when it languished and was weary. I was You're, mine this morning. That, that you one? gave an abundant shower of God. You refreshed your weary inheritance. Yes. So where I felt tired today, he refreshed me. Mm-hmm. Where I felt weary, mm-hmm. he showered down. I just took a Hallelujah. minute and said, yeah. shower down on me, God. And change I the atmosphere. Change my atmosphere. Restore my weary soul where I feel tired, where I feel like I can't go on. Shower down mm-hmm. on me. And yes. he does. He does. He's so good. He is amazing. <laughs> I can't say that enough today. I he's know. He's good. He is. He is amazing. <laughs> and what he's done for others, he'll do for you. Mm-hmm. Your flock found a dwelling place in it. What? The rain, the refreshing, his presence. Mm-hmm. You, oh God, in your goodness did provide for the poor and in his goodness in his goodness he provides for us the lord gives the word of power the women who bear and publish the news are a great host we need to publish preach declare the good news we are a great host declare how good he is and how he provides for the poor and the needy and he's a uh, he scatters the enemy he scattered the enemy at the cross Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit was pouring out the goodness towards us through what happened at the cross. Uh, The kings of the armies, they flee. They flee. She who tarries at home divides the spoil left behind. Listen, the enemy has to flee. When you begin to realize, we're talking about the triumph of the cross. When you begin to realize what happened at the cross and how it applies to you today. It will rock your world. It will change your world. I have a note where I had written that he provided for me because the Lord won the battle. When it says the women at home divided the plunder, he provided for mm-hmm. me because yeah. he won the battle. <laughs> he did. He did. So he won the battle. He scattered the enemies, the, en- the enemy's armies. They had to flee. Now, uh, let's skip down to verse 17. The chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands upon thousands. The Lord is among them as he was in Sinai. So also in the holy place, the sanctuary in Jerusalem. So think about that. Chariots were, I I like to think about it like our modern day tanks. Okay. They were what went out in the warfare, right? In the heat of the battle. That's what they used. That was their 
transportation and, and all of that. So the chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands upon thousands. There is more that be with them. us. Huh? <laughs> we can't count. No, there is more that be with us than those that are against That's us. Right. Is what the prophet told the uh, his servant who was scared to death when they got up. It was either Elisha or Elijah. And uh, they saw all the army surrounded them. And, and the, the, his servant was scared, ran back, my master, my master, you know, the armies. And he said, Lord, open his eyes to see that there's more with us than are against them. Hallelujah. The army, the chariots of God are 20,000, even thousands upon thousands. Now, this, we're going to talk here, says you have ascended on high, verse 18. You have led away captive a train of vanquished foes. You have received gifts of men, yes, of the rebellious also, that the Lord God might dwell there with them. Now, I'm going to uh, read this. Also, and read you the commentary, because this is kind of, this can be kind of hard to understand, but it's so cool what Christ did. All right. He didn't just die on the cross and it was done. And then they took him to heaven. He, you know, he went up to heaven. There was stuff happening in between the time. Okay. Which is so cool. Uh, The King James actually says, you have ascended on high. You have led captivity captive. You have received gifts of men. Yes. For the for the rebellious also that the Lord God might dwell among them. And Paul quotes the scripture in Ephesians 4, 8, and 10. And if we get to it this week, we're going to go to that too. But here's what this is talking about. It refers to Christ, right? Who just before his resurrection and going, going down into paradise, right? Liberating all the Old Testament saints who in fact had been held captive by Satan. I'm reading this because there's no better way I can say this. Right. Okay. He, so this is a scripture talking about Christ, what he did after he died on the cross, but before he had ascended, before he was resurrected uh, and went up to heaven, before he went into heaven. Paul quotes it in Ephesians 14, 8 through 10. It's in the New Testament too. It's Christ. It's talking about Christ. You got to get this to see how the enemy was utterly, totally uh, disarmed. disarmed. (laughs) So it refers to Christ just before his resurrection, going down into paradise and liberating all the Old Testament saints who, in fact, had been held captive by Satan. uh, Hence the term having led captivity captive and taking all of them with him to glory. Okay, now. When a believer dies, instead of being taken to the heart of the earth, which was the destination before the cross, he is now instantly taken to heaven all because of the cross. And I do want to read the commentary that is in the Ephesians because I just love it. It just makes it simple, uh, much more simple. Let's see here. Uh, Psalms, excuse me, Ephesians 4. Eight, when he said, this is Paul quoting Psalm 68, when he he ascended up on high, which was the ascension, he led captivity captive, liberated the souls in paradise. Now listen, before the cross, despite being believers, they were still held captive by Satan because the blood of bulls and goats could not take away the sin debt. Oh my goodness, that has... That makes so much sense to me. 
But when Jesus died on the cross, the sin debt was paid. The devil didn't have a leg to stand on to keep them captive. Those that were Old Testament covenant believers Mm -hmm. because Jesus Christ paid the penalty of it completely, uh, uh, made an open show, a spectacle of the devil disarming him and taking our sins, blotting them out, canceling them, removing them, obliterating them and nailing the handwriting or the sentence that was against us on the cross. That's where my Whoop. Bible said when he ascended, it, that's where the triumph came in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it, oh, this is so good. It, this is so good. And now he makes all of these his captives. These gifts, and he says, and gave gifts unto men. These gifts include all the attributes of Christ. Thank you, Jesus. All made possible by the cross, not to mention making us apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and all those things. Right? The, he gave gifts to men, and he was the gift and he to was men. The gift. So when he says he led captivity uh, captive, he ascended on high and led away a captive train of vanquished foes. See, he came in there and he, listen, I love this. He began to immediately enforce, immediately enforce what he had just done, Don. I know. He had just hung on the cross and died, and he had just done that. And he immediately goes in. He says, I'm going for the Old Testament, those in the Old Covenant, the law. They were under the law, but the law could not set them Mm -hmm. free. The blood of bulls and goats could not eradicate, could not cut off, could not destroy, could only cover over the sin. It could not destroy the sin principle. And he protected them anyway. The yes, he did. Enemy ca- held them captive, but he didn't get them. Yeah, right. He didn't yeah. get to touch it, them. It wasn't in the burning part of <laughs> right, hell, lowest right, parts of their. Right. It was paradise. Right, right. And they were held there, waiting for Christ to come, because before the foundation of the world, the covenant. Uh, agreement and pact was made between the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to come and redeem us back to them. And he, he made because he wants you, and he made a way. But see, I love that. Jesus did not forget about the Father and the Holy Spirit did not forget about all those Old Testament saints, right? All of our forefathers, Abraham, all, all God did not forget about them. He brought them to glory. He brought them to the place that when soon as we die as believers, we our spirit immediately goes to. Right. But they, because, listen, get this in your spirit. The blood of bulls and goats cannot set you free. It cannot break the sin principle. You'll keep doing the sin. You'll keep, I mean, it doesn't have the power to break the power that was driving you to do the sin anyway. But as Jesus is our Savior, that power has been broke. I mean, we have received the power to resist it, to stop it. Exactly. Not give it any permission. That's why you have to understand the triumph of the cross. The total triumph. It's not just you going to heaven. Praise God, first and foremost, yes. most important. Yes, you I don't must, want to go to hell. Thank yeah, you, Jesus. You must receive Christ. Right. And if you haven't, just say, come into my heart. I invite you in. Forgive me of my sins. I confess my sins. Wash me, cleanse me, purify me. I take you as my Savior. 
be the Lord of my life in Jesus name. Amen. Well, then, and if you prayed that prayer, call our prayer line and let us pray for you and come to agreement with you on that and send you some scriptures that will help you free. Okay, it's free. <laughs> Not going to cost you anything. But it, that's the initial thing, Don. It's the most important, right. but it's not all of it. Right. He didn't give us just a partial package. Right. He didn't say, just make it to heaven, limp into heaven, crawl into heaven the best way you can and be completely beat up and destroyed by the enemy because you don't have any power over that demonic assignment of drug addiction. You won't have any assignment over that sexual perversion. Uh, you, you won't have the power to say, keep saying no to that, to say no. See, he understood Jesus Christ made an open show, a spectacle of the enemy of the principalities and powers that wage war. Are there still principalities and powers on this earth right now? Yes. Do they still try? Do to they try? Exert yes. Power over you. They do try. But you have the power in the name of Jesus. You have the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead quickening you, quickening your mortal body. You have the power that sets the captive free. You have the anointing. The spirit of the Lord God is upon you for he hath anointed you to preach the gospel, to set the captive free, to open the prison doors and to, uh, the opening of the eyes to the blind, all these things. And you have the power to walk in holiness and purity all because of what Jesus Christ did. Jesus Christ is the center point, the centerpiece of the entire word. There's a reason why Paul said, preach Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, the Messiah, preach Christ and him crucified. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't do that, everything, every, I think everything needs to always tie back. That's not that you're always having to preach uh, that, you know, the salvation message is in, you know, that, that those principal things, but you need to tie it back and say, now you can walk in freedom because of this. Now you can have the fruit of the spirit because of what Jesus Christ did at the cross. Begin to, to show that after yeah. we receive him as our savior, mm -hmm. there becomes a change. If you pretend, if you continue to pursue him, there becomes a change in mm -hmm. your life where you decide you don't want to be in agreement with the things the enemy had planned for you. And you start letting go of things and you start changing things. It's not because God's uh, trying to take away your fun. It's not because he's trying to, you know, uh, keep you from anything. It's because he wants to protect you and put safe boundaries around mm -hmm. you and love you. And, and really, when you let go of things, the more you let go of, the easier it becomes, the uh, more joy you have in your life, the more, you know, the better you feel. Mm -hmm. Because you're not in alignment with the the evils of hell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're in alignment with the goodness of God. Right. He's, he's good, y'all. I keep saying that today. Yeah. He's good. Yes, he is. And he has given us the power to operate in that goodness. And he has good plans yeah. for us. And, and to enforce. See, here's the whole thing. It all comes down to, are we as believers going to enforce what Christ did? That's a good, that's you a know, good perspective. Because right if you have a policeman, highway patrol, whatever it is, they are there to enforce the laws that have already been put into place. Right. There are principles of the Spirit of God, principles of the cross and what it paid for, principles of the enemy being disarmed. Right. There are principles that we then have to understand enough to really start to get it mm -hmm. to, and then begin to enforce it and declare it, to decree it, to legislate it, to execute it, to walk in it, to apply it, mm -hmm. not just in your life. See, I don't want to just do it in my life. 
I want to do it everywhere God sends me to preach, right. to teach, to minister. I want to do it in my family. I want to do it. Start with you yeah, and your family, right. though. Start doing yeah, that. Start right. taking authority over the enemy. I mean, I plead the blood of Jesus over my family every day. Mm-hmm. I pray for protection over my children. Mm-hmm. I pray the word over them because I want them to have victory. I want to... I want them to avoid some speed bumps in their lives. I mm-hmm. want them to avoid the plan of the enemy. So I speak the word over them. Right. Right. You do. And so that's, I mean, that's just one area, but start somewhere. Start. Yeah. Start somewhere in your life. And take Reinforce and enforce right. what Christ did. Um, in verse nine, it says now that he ascended, which meant the mission mission was completed, not to be continued. What is it? What is it? But that he also descended first into the lower parts of the earth. So immediately before his ascension to glory, which would be done in total triumph, he first went down into the paradise to deliver all the believing souls in that region, which he did, which is talked about in Psalm 68, verse 11. He who descended, verse 10, is the same also who ascended. So this is a portrayal of Jesus as deliverer and mediator. He's our deliverer. He's our way maker. He's our promise keeper. He's our miracle worker. He has all these things and he's our mediator between the father, between God, the father and us. He, he's our high priest. He took away everything that kept us from going completely in. He's actually advocating for you right. before right. the father. Yeah. He, he like prays for the Holy Spirit prays for you. He prays for you. He, he, he's speaking life over us right. before the Father when the enemy is trying to declare that we're not worthy mm-hmm. or that we don't belong with him. Right. He's our mediator. Uh, uh, he ascended, he descended as the same who ascended up far above all heavens. Presents his present like location, never again having to descend into the netherworld, that he might feel all things, that he might feel all things. He all has in uh, my commentary says he has always been the creator, but now he is also the savior that he might feel all things in your life. That's good right there. My version also says he fills the whole universe. He fills. So your whole universe mm-hmm. he fills it all. <laughs> he will fill everything in your life. If you will give him room, make room for him. Right. But I hope that this, when we're beginning to make this connection between Psalm 68 and in Ephesians 4 and um, what we were talking about in Colossians 2, 14 and 15, that's, those are powerful principles that we need to grasp, to have revelation of and begin to enforce in the spirit and in the natural so that we can begin to see the fruit of that total triumph of Christ in our lives and those that God has sent us to and those around us. And so it's important. I love that Jesus Christ paid for it all. Begin to ask the Lord to give you a re- revelation of what it means, Jesus Christ and him crucified. I, and I, I've been praying that. I've been praying that a lot. Help me to understand that because it's, it's in every scripture in the word. Mm-hmm. Because everything was bringing us to the point of him fulfilling that. And because and it, it was all talking about him It was foreshadowing him. And then it also, everything after that is telling us what he did. Right. Right. And so everything is centered around Christ and him crucified. Well, we have got one minute left. I just want to pray over you. Father, I pray that everyone watching today, that this word will bear 
uh, fruit and harvest. I pray, Father God, that you would begin to show them, Father, what it means to to know Christ and him crucified, to preach Christ and him crucified, to live Christ and him crucified, to enforce uh, what Christ paid for on the cross, every bit of it, that we begin to understand and have knowledge of that and walk in it and to enforce what Christ did on the cross. Hallelujah. Well, thank you for joining me today. I invite you to go to my website at lueda.org. Uh, call our prayer line, 866-241-0579. We have anointed, trained prayer ministers that will pray for you and encourage you. And at our website, you can get all kinds of free resources podcast and my tv shows and just so much there that's free right and then we have a store that if you when you order stuff it helps us to continue preaching the gospel thank you to everyone that donates uh you are a partner with us and you help us to continue to preach the gospel and uh, i pray god's blessing upon you we will see you next week